I got to do is wait for this to be a vintage item, and then it's woo, big money. <laughs> Maybe upwards of one hundred dollars. Whoa! Let me know how that goes for you. Padded Room Radio is on the air, you motherfuckers. My name is Darian. I'm back for another week of horror bullshit. Coming straight to your ear holes. My main man, Buddy's in the house. Hey, what's up, everybody? What's going on, Buddy? Oh, you know. It's been a couple of weeks, dude. <laughs> I know. How have you been? What's Good. new? What's uh, new with you? I got my motorcycle endorsement. Very nice. Yeah, so now I just need to take it into the DMV and have go, it official. Go hot rodding around the town? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. You need to get yourself a vest, a black leather vest now, yeah. that says midlife crisis on the back. Oh, yeah. I think, I think that's what you need, man. Because, <laughs> I mean, everybody's going to be thinking that'd it. That'd be a good chapter. Good chapter? <laughs> midlife the crisis. The midlife crisis. Yeah. <laughs> Bunch of single dads out there. <laughs> Beer bellies. <laughs> brum, hey, ladies. Brum, brum. <laughs> I only got three kids. <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> right on, man. Yeah. So you ready to you ready to go to what street vibrations and all that stuff? Yeah, that starts this weekend. Uh, don't think I'll be participating in that. We're going to be gone this weekend. Yeah, uh, going to Howie Mandel. Nice. And yeah, so by the time we get back, it'll be all over and stuff. Yeah. Oh, you got to go out of town for Howie Mandel. Yeah, it's at Napa, Napa, California. You should take the bike. Take the bike, dude. <laughs> yeah. No? No. She said no. no. She can't do the bike. There, there's no back seat. Oh. Yeah. I, my, when I had a bike, it didn't have a back seat. But she just rode on the bumper. <laughs> oh, yeah. She she was having orgasms Not on your shoulders, there. huh? No, she was having <laughs> orgasms. I'd be at a red light, and she'd just be... <laughs> <laughs> Bouncing away, huh? Can you rev the engine a little bit? <laughs> Jesus, calm down, honey. <laughs> You're going to slide off of that thing if you don't stop. How about you? What's up with you? I am going, buddy, hmm. to a formal father-daughter ball. Aww, that's so awesome. How does one go to a formal father-daughter ball without feeling like a complete and total pedophile? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Eyes on your daughter. Eyes on <laughs> Dude, we're go- I'm t- we're- there's like uh, six or eight of us. We're all taking our daughters. We're going to go out to this nice dinner. Mm-hmm. We're basically spending a romantic evening with our daughters. How does that not creep anybody out except for me? You know? Right. I got like the I got my suit is dry cleaned. I got her the corsage and the boutonniere. Mm-hmm. And now we're going to go to this romantic evening. That's it, my daughter. She's five. <laughs> who came up with this? Yeah, that's a fucking good question, man. And who? why am I the only one that's creeped out by it? I feel like a pervo. <laughs> right. God. I, apparently this is a thing. 
Apparently, this is something that happens every year, and fathers take their daughters to this. That's very cool. Um, at what point does it become inappropriate? What when they're like in their twenties? I imagine, right? <laughs> yeah. Because then it's like, okay, now we now you want to go to the nightclub after this, babe, <laughs> Daphne. Yeah. You want to go? You want to go clubbing after this with your your dear old dad? <laughs> right. All right, then this is weird. Hmm. I'm going. I'm gonna go. I already committed. I got uh, the shirt and the flowers and all that shit lined up we'll make sure you get pictures i don't know that i want to post those (laughs) you know i feel like that's going to end up on the cover of some (laughs) website somewhere of creepiness and i don't i don't know i'm I'm weirdly perved out by this (laughs) i should maybe i'm just thinking about it too much but like i went to like my my junior prom Mm -hmm. and this is a lot like my junior prom you didn't take your mom, did you? No, I did not. <laughs> she wanted to go. I said, no. Yeah. No, mom. I have a girlfriend. And she is a real person. And I will be taking her instead, mom. All right, you fuckers. <laughs> we got a goddamn horror show to get into that doesn't involve me and my daughter. How about a little bit of the old horror news there, buddy? Oh, yeah. Horror news. Buddy, take it away. Well, a bit ago, they had the House of a Thousand Corpses action figures released. Well, now the second wave is out and includes Dr. Satan, Otis Driftwood, Baby Firefly, and the Professor are included in the mix. Each toy featuring a piece to build a tiny toy. Captain Spaulding was previously released. It's true. Yes, Wave 2 action figures are up for grabs for $19.99 each. And Trick or Treat Studios is also selling a retro-style carrying case that can house all their corpse figures inside. Why do you need a carrying case? I don't know. It kind of reminds me of Star Wars back in the day. Remember, remember the, the, the Darth, Vader Darth Vader one? Yeah. yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. For when you wanted to go over to your buddies and like play Star Wars, right? <laughs> right. But who wants to go to your buddy and, and play House of a Thousand Corpses with your action figures? <laughs> right? Hey. <laughs> I'm going to blow the head off a cop. (laughs) Right? 40 years old. (laughs) I don't know that I want my kids taking their House of a Thousand Corpses uh, action figures to their friend's house. (laughs) Right? And I don't want to know what they're going to do with them when they get there, buddy. It's a thing. So let's not with the carrying kids. (laughs) Yeah. Weirdos. Uh, Garbage Pail Kids brand is still live and well here in 2022. And up next, we're getting the official Garbage Pail Kids cookbook. Just in time for the start of the Halloween season. While you wait for the book's release, Bloody Disgusting is excited to debut an exclusive sneak peek this afternoon, giving you your first taste of Dead Ted's Maggot Chili. That's right. Based on a beloved character from Trading Card Line, you'll find the recipe for Dead Ted's Maggot Chili below, which will help you whip up a big pot of vegetarian chili in under an hour. And don't worry, the maggot garnish on this one is orza pasta. Now, I don't know how many times... I've been thumbing through my old gar- garbage pail kids and thought to myself, God damn it, I got to whip myself up something to eat right now, and I don't know how to do it. Mm-hmm. Problem solved. Yeah, there Problem you go. Problem solved, buddy. Yeah, these are actually legit cook recipes, not with actual maggots and stuff like that. They just look like them. So there's 35 different recipes in this illustration. Okay, first off, if you're that much of a garbage pail kid guy, are you preparing your own meals? <laughs> Probably not. No. <laughs> Now, if they had like a garbage pail kids restaurant with a drive-through window, 
that's something that they would oh, go to. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know who needs this. Mm. I'm not going to do it. I'm no? Not do- I'm you not don't doing think so? it. I'm not going to do that. All right. How about uh, seven of the coolest upcoming horror video games to keep on your radar? I'm just going to breeze through these and let you know when they come out, too. Okay. Resident Evil 4, release date March 24, 2023. That's a remake. Killer Clowns from Outer Space, release date sometime next year. Mm-hmm. The Outlast Trials, sometime this year. Mm-hmm. The Callisto Protocol, December 2nd this year. Okay. Alan Wake 2, released sometime next year. Mm. Redfall, released sometime next year. Okay. Gotham Knights, released October 21st this year. I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah? Yeah. All Gotham right, Knights around, is supposed to be good. Right before Halloween. Yeah. All right, and uh, Constantine, Constantine sequel has officially been announced with Keanu Reeves returning. What do you think about that? Huh? I'm into it. You know what I need in the in that particular movie? Hmm. Rachel Weisz. Oh yeah, she is my on the top of my all time celebrity ladies that I would like to have sex with. Yeah. Yes. All right. Yeah. She was in the first one. Hmm. And uh, also regarding that, Francis Lawrence is back to direct it. So that's very okay. Cool. Yeah. Very cool. All right, that's all I got. What do you got? Hey, buddy, are you ready for Terrifier Two? Yeah. Uh, it's going to hit 700 theaters October 6th of this Ooh, year. Oh, wow. And right sp- around the corner. Yeah. And speaking of which, this, well, is kind of horror news, but it's kind of doesn't really matter at this point. Do you know what we're going to miss at the IMAX Theater in Sparks in about 35 minutes from now? What? Jeepers Creepers Reborn. Oh. A one-time limited engagement showing of Jeepers Creepers Reborn, the remake of Jeepers Creepers is playing tonight, and I realize that by the time I, you know, drop this to the, the feed and It's already over. It's gone. <laughs> yeah. It's ancient history. you got to wait for it to show up on Redbox or the Sci-Fi Channel. But oh, man. Tonight, it is showing at the IMAX Legends Theater. Oh, wow. And I put some serious thought into canceling the show tonight, buddy. Yeah. But I didn't, and I am here. We should have done the show there. I don't know that they approve <laughs> Probably not. of that kind of behavior. Uh, trailers are up for Netflix's The Midnight Club. Mm. So this is going to be like another kind of um, uh, goosebumps kind of a situation. Okay. Kind of a scary story. It's, it's a, like a horror anthology for kids. Mm-hmm. Tweenies. Very um, socially minded from what I watched of the trailers. Okay. Which is fine. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm all right with that. Uh, trailers are up f- also for Showtime's Let the Right One In series. Oh. Have you seen Let the Right One In? Mm-hmm. Have you seen Let Me In? No. The Americanization. Um, this looks like a series more based on the Americanization. Oh. Now, that's not to say it's necessarily a bad thing. I wasn't mad at Let Me In with okay. Chloe Grace Moretz. But... Um, this it's 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 clearly more American than uh, Icelandic or wherever that movie was made. Right, and that could be a good thing or it could be a bad thing. Huh. I've got a movie to discuss later in which the Americanization was um, probably a fifty-fifty as to the original. Okay, we'll get into that. And what are you looking at, though? Sure. That's all I got in the horror news, buddy. Are you ready for some listener mail? You betcha.
Listener mail. Yes, sir, buddy. We got all kinds of stuff going on here. Uh, emails, voicemails, other fun things happening. Yeah. Let's start things off out on the open road, buddy. Here comes Freddy. Hey, Freddy. Subject line, go pack. Oh. I don't know if he meant, like, go pack your bags or um, go back, like, go back the way you came. This could be a typo, buddy. Oh. Could be a lot of things. I don't know which way he's going. Or go wolf pack. Go wolf pack. He could be a UNR fan. I don't know. <laughs> uh, hey, folks, quick note before I shut down for the night. Voting for my werewolves. Though the nurses are sexy, LOL. I think I know. Educate this time. Are you grim love? Yes, I am. Exactly. Grim love, Freddy. Well done. Or nice. Cannibal. I think one was a remake, but both are on the true crime story about the German cannibal guy. Stay safe out there. Cheers, Freddy. Right you on. You got it, Freddy. That was, in fact, Grim Love. Which brings me to a, a delicate uh, conversation to have there, buddy. If a guy wants to get eaten mm-hmm. and another guy wants to eat him, and they strike up some kind of an agreement. Should that be a crime? Nope. You don't think so? No. I mean, you can't be eating people, can you? You, you shouldn't. You probably sure. shouldn't. But if pe- there's people out there that want to be eaten, mm-hmm. I say... One guy got his foot cut off and had a, something like paperwork documented up so he could have his foot back just so he could eat his own foot. He wants to eat his own foot. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, if it's your own your own foot, then there's... You get it's your property, sir. <laughs> right. whatever, whatever you want to do, I don't. I, I'd hate to be like the the court clerk that has to file that. Right. I got a guy that here that wants to eat his own foot. I, I guess I'll file it under F for foot. I don't, I don't yeah. know, but I, I, I think it should be fine, though. Well, I, but you got to kill the guy to eat him. Is the thing. You know what I'm saying? That's the that that's so, where your problem begins. Oh, so it's not like I'm losing an arm or or well, this. it is, but he wants to be devoured in total. Is the thing alive uh, while like one piece at a time while he's alive? Oh, well, that's 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 weird. a bit of a gray area. Yeah, because now you're dabbling into murder or manslaughter right. or something like that. Luckily for huh. him, it happened in Germany, and you only get like six years there for murder. So you're gonna murder a guy, go to Germany. He'll be back uh, before uh, the for- Vikings go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah motherfuckers <laughs> why can't you win on monday night god damn it all right never mind uh let's get over to jolly old england here comes the horror slut subject line bribery oh hey now evening gents i do hope everyone had a pleasant week and that the smoke has eased up for you for educate i believe you are cannibal by mary and dora or grim love both dealing with the same german cannibal case as for the Terra Dome, I am, of course, voting for my nurses, though I do feel that the werewolves will win. With this in mind, I have bribed for some extra votes. Hee <laughs> hee. I hope everyone has a safe and healthy week. Cat. Well, I don't know who she bribed, but it wasn't me. <laughs> Thanks, Cat. Cat, I'm the guy that controls the votes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I can, you can vote for whoever you want. At the end of the night, I'm just going to be like, nurses win, because that's nurses. <laughs> Uh, seven to three because nurses win and that'll be that buddy who do you think would win in a fight between a pack of werewolves and the silent hill nurses i'm gonna have to go with the werewolves on okay this one. 
Special guest in studio, Violet, is here. She's being a silent partner. She doesn't want anything to do with this. I don't care. I'm going to put her on the spot anyway. Violet, who do you think would win in a in an all-out uh, bare-knuckle brawl between the Silent Hill nurses, whom you probably have no idea who the, what the hell I'm talking about, or a pack of werewolves? Well, you're right. I have no idea who you're talking about, so you're going to have to elaborate as to what the Silent Hill nurses... They're just regular people? Um, just well, a little psycho? They're sexy. They oh. are sexy. And they, ha- they brandish weapons. They have like crude medical bone saws and syringes. And they have like this weird, they like contort and shimmy at you. But they have like a weird light aversion kind of a thing. Okay. You know, uh, I'm going to have to say the nurses. The nurses. Of course. I, um... Uh, I think I disagreed with you, but I don't really remember what I voted for last week. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much, Violet, for chiming in, and Kat for writing in. Uh, let's get right back here to Reno, Nevada. Here comes the cowboy. Hey, cowboy. Subject line, titties. <laughs> Evening, padded room. Hope everyone is doing well and made it in tonight. Glad we finally got some rain and the smoke cleared. As much yes. as I dig Silent Hill, I don't enjoy waiting for the air raid siren while working. Educate, you are cannibal about the German version of Craigslist hookups. I was actually Grim Love, but I feel like I should give that to him anyway, because they're pretty much the exact same movie. Hmm. Uh, Tara Doe, my vote goes to the nurses. We all know the werewolves would tear them apart and win. But I have two very good reasons to vote for the nurses. Cat sent him a picture of her boobs. <laughs> That's what happened. I'll bet. That's the bribery. The bribery. Cat, if you need to bribe somebody, I'm the guy to send the boobs to. Not Cowboy. <laughs> He's just a dude out there on the road. I'm the guy with the microphone. Uh, and those are uh, to have two very good reasons to vote for the nurses. And, two very good reasons. And those, <laughs> those are titties. And yes, my vote was bought shamelessly and eas- easily. Haha, <laughs> I won't share the details. She sent him a fucking tit pick, and I did not get one. I'm going to make the cat. I'm going to make sure the fucking nurses lose now. I'm the guy that needs the boob pick, not cowboy. <laughs> Looked into the immersion therapy movie and we'll wait to hear what you guys say about it, but I'll probably check it out at some point. Haven't watched much this week, been gaming a bit. Darian, Dead by Daylight, is giving daily logging gifts, in case you didn't know. I did know. Uh, back to the grind. Hope everyone has a great week. Catch you on the flip, cowboy. Thanks, cowboy. Thanks, cowboy. Yeah, speaking of the smoke clearing and air races and all that, you heard about the death that happened on Sunday, right? I did. Plane yeah. crash, right? Yeah, plane crash. It was, uh, a wave, it was a wave three of five or something like that. And he was just on his, like, completely sideways and just went down too far and just clipped his wing. And there That'll happen, dude. At least he didn't rocket himself into the stands like right. happened a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Blew up a whole section of stands. All kinds of bodies coming out of there. Yeah. Uh, right on, dudes. We got some voicemails to get to here. Let's start things off down in the funky old south. It's our main man in Alabama. Alan's in the house. Hey, Alan. Hey, room. What's up? Uh, Terror Dome. Give me the werewolves, yeah. Mr. Darian. Um, are you at, I'm not sure. You that movie about the German cannibal? I am. I can't remember the name. Anyway, that's all I got. Grim Y'all love. have a good one. Bye. You too, Alan. Thank you very much for Thanks, calling Thanks, Alan. In. I was shooting for Grim Love. Apparently, there's two movies about the German cannibal. Yeah. Funny that German. Mm-hmm. If any kind of weird uh, eating people sex stuff 
is going to happen. It's going to happen in Germany. Germany or Florida. <laughs> or Florida. Florida is yeah. another strong possibility. <laughs> I think it's just too hot in Florida to not eat people or stick <laughs> weird things in your butthole. Uh, Germany, I think, um, I don't know, sexual repression or a lot of butthole um, – <laughs> Exploration, I guess. <laughs> a lot of spelunking going on in Germany. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> All right, let's get down to Southern California. Here comes Mad Max himself. Tom Hardy's in the house. Hey, Tom Hardy. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Padded room. How's my favorite degenerate this week? Hey, hey we're here. Everyone is doing well. We did it. Don't want to live in the past, but I do got to bring something up about last week. Please do. Uh, Jason Harold, you got me good. All what, right, what your, happened? your comment uh, where uh, Darian says he's going to stand by, you say, "Okay, you stand by, and I'll stand hetero." I was hey, like, no. pre- "That was a Tony Vicente level little <laughs> quip there," and Darian just just blazed right through it. it just I did. didn't even acknowledge it. I can't. I, I wanted to call and just be sure you got credit on that one. He will. I will definitely. So uh, anyway, sure. on to the uh, regular stuff there. Um, what the do you got? Dome, yes, sir. <laughs> uh, the werewolves and the Silent Hill nurses. What do you think? As you know, I'm always about impeccable research. Right. And you still haven't watched flawless, the Silent Hill movie. Uh, logic when it comes okay. to this shit. All right. So here we go. Why I'm going with. The werewolf. I have seen a lot of werewolf movies. You have not seen, and I haven't seen Silent Hill. Silent Hill movie. So yet. there you go. Put me down for the werewolf. That's, That's what just, I figured. It's just good logic. That's good. It's yeah. Good science. <laughs> I mean, you know that. Um, okay, on the uh, educating department, Grimlock. Um, I I don't think I've seen this flick, but uh, I do remember hearing about it. And okay. It's like a uh, a cannibal flick. Correct. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure it's a cannibal flick you based on a true, true story out of where else? Germany, Germany of yeah. But I'm pretty sure that's what it is. No, you're right. But I'm not taking credit on that. I don't know what it is. Okay. Um, oh, on the what are you looking at department? Oh, what do you got? I, I got to catch your uh, immersion therapy there. Oh, uh, horror in the high desert. Uh, what is it? Uh, horror in the high desert? Yes. Yeah. I gotta say, I, I'd say it's a pretty okay. Uh, I, I really did like the last, you know, ten fifteen minutes were really good. You like that? Uh, the rest <laughs> of it, you know, kind of all set up. Yeah. Um, I thought it was pretty clever how they kind of did it in a documentary fashion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I like that. I just, I wish they would have hit a little more hard. Hey, could it be alien? Yeah. You know, could it be? Uh, you know, I don't know, Sasquatch or whatever, come down from the hill. But nope. all in all, I'd say it was pretty enjoyable. I okay. Mean, one thing, though, is that even at, I think it's like 80 minutes or whatever, it still did run long for my taste, uh, for what it was. I but agree. All in all, not bad. I, I really did like that last 10, 15 minutes. I thought it was pretty damn good. Okay. Uh, one other thing I did get to catch was um, Life Force. <laughs> And you talk about a tit lurker flick, man. That That's is gotta tit be lurking for. at its finest. Not even really lurking. I mean, she's just this woman's just running around naked the whole fucking flick. The man. tits are lurking you. They're lurking lurking at you, sir. He got GP. He called back as he is wont to do. G of the fucking P. Oh hell yeah! Hell yeah! 
Hey, uh, that's what I was saying there, you know. Life force, dude. Um, you gotta fucking love Toby Hooper, man. And when I say this girl, I mean, you've seen the flick. She's running around naked the whole fucking movie. And not a scrap It's of not clothing. one of those things where she comes down the stairs so tastefully the banister just happens to be... No. no. 100%, she's fucking naked because she's fucking naked, and she is Two 100% fucking naked. staring you in the face. Um... <laughs> Oh, no, I say, yeah, not a bad flick, man. Um, it's been Please a while rounds. since I've seen it. Pew, pew. I could have sworn this was a uh, a Wes Craven. I'm sorry, a, a John Carpenter flick. No. And um, I and even, like, if you ask me right now, oh, yeah, a John Carpenter flick. I, it's fucking Toby Hooper. I knew it was Toby yes. Hooper. I don't know why I always think it's uh, Carpenter, but I don't know, man. I thought it was okay. I think that... Toby Hooper kind of gets in trouble when he's got too big of a budget mm. and he tries to tell, like, too big of a story. Yeah. You know, like, um, like Texas Chainsaw, perfect. Perfect size story, you know. Uh, Funhouse, yeah. Just little Major self-contained. TV. But when he gets, like, these big theatrical uh, releases, he's got this giant budget. I don't know. I think it's, he's done it. He seems to kind of go... To his head, but uh, all in all, I, I'd, I'd say it's a pretty, pretty okay flick. Not great, kind of silly. It is, but I don't know if you got some nostalgia for it. It's fun. One of the I things mean, I did notice huh. in this flick, uh, the, in this viewing, I should say, okay, there is a lot of fucking yelling. People yelling to each other's names constantly, <laughs> just screaming at each other, this or that, or there's just a lot of fucking yelling in that. Can't say movie. I've noticed that. Anyway. Sorry to drone on. No, Football as well. Love you like family. Love you Bye. too, Tom Hardy. <laughs> we are talking about a film about naked space vampires. Okay? Mm-hmm. Bear that in mind if you're going to watch Life Force. Now, once upon a time, Alan, who was just on, and I did a hero podcast or an action movie podcast. And we did uh, a two-series rundown of the Ghost Rider movies. Nice. And Alan's a bit of an authority on Ghost Rider, Marvel Comics in general. And I kept saying, Alan, okay, so he gets on the big uh, construction thing and all of a sudden that's on fire too. And he's like, dude, 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 this is a movie (laughs) about a flaming skeleton on a motorcycle. Why are you asking questions? (laughs) So now I'm going to enforce the same rule on Tom Hardy. Tom, these are naked space vampires. Why are you looking for logic in this in this <laughs> equation? Naked space vampires, flaming skeleton on a motorcycle. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's all you need. Um, I get what he's saying about Toby Hooper, though. If you want an example of Toby Hooper with too much money and not really knowing what to do with it, there's a movie that came out, I think, in 19... 19- 98 called Mortuary and it stars the chick from uh, Pet Cemetery, and it is god awful and it was directed by Toby Hooper uh, something about zombies under a cemetery or some horse shit hmm. I've got it on my shelf of bullshit over here <laughs> uh, it's not good man I bought it because it was Toby Hooper and I was like oh shit he's making a comeback and then I popped it in and I was like Bummer. This is a bit of a bummer here. That's all we got on the listener mail, uh, buddy. Do you have anything for Alan, Tom Hardy, Cat, Freddie, or 
the cowboy. Thanks, everybody, for calling and writing in. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Love you. Let's get into a movie. Oh, yeah. A full moon. A spooky, deserted mansion. Halloween night. All right, dudes. And it does. Let's party. Ten kids. All they want to do is raise a little hell. Now, as long as they live, they'll wonder what's gotten into them. Night of the Demons. Blessed be the sinners, for the Day of Atonement is at hand. Stop looking at me! Demons, buddy. Yeah. From 1988. <clears throat> this one got 6.1 stars on IMDb. That's a full 4.2 stars better than President Evil. Uh, <laughs> it is directed by Kevin Tenney, uh, written by Joe Augustin, stars Kathy Potterwell, Alvin Alexis, and Hal Halvins. We should also mention Amelia Kincaid and, of course, Linnea Quigley in there also. Mm-hmm. Now, this, have, you've seen this before? Yes. I assume. This mm-hmm. is like horror royalty. Oh, yeah. Right here. And this is like, to me, the quintessential Halloween movie. Mm-hmm. It's punk rock. It's very horny. And at the same time, it kind of embodies everything about Halloween from the get-go. Yeah. So, right off the bat, the movie starts with this kick-ass animated syntho sequence mm-hmm. of like pumpkins on halloween and ghosts flying out of them and then they go by a graveyard and then spiders pop out of the graveyard and then the spiders run to a haunted house and there's a vampire in a haunted house and there's a dead guy that hung himself in the haunted house and then you turn and then eventually the whole it's like this whole deal dude mm-hmm. and that syntho opening is very Nostalgic, Yes. I would say, for lack mm-hmm. of a better term. Um, after that, we get to our actual story. Now, there's a lot going on here, dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot more than you would think. Because the, the nuts and bolts of the story is kids go to a creepy old house, very creepy, and they get butchered. Right. But there, there's like a lot of subtle nuances mm-hmm. there to that. And I would say that this movie is probably just as, if not maybe just a touch more punk rock, 
than the Return of the Living Dead. What do you think of that? Yeah, I agree You want to fight that. me? Is that I what agree you want? It. You want to fight me about that? <laughs> you want a piece of me? You want, you want some of this? <laughs> I'll fight you. I, the only reason I say that is because um, I think these kids are a little more in depth. I think there's more, just a little bit more to these characters. Yeah. You got in Return of the Living Dead. You got scuzz, spider, suicide, trash, and really, other than like dressing punk rock, which they did flawlessly, mm-hmm. I will say there was. I don't feel that they actually were like in the vibe of eighties, the eighties punk scene, right? As much as these kids were. All right, so let's get right into our story here. We start off with. Uh, an old man walking down the street. <laughs> yeah. Now, this has nothing to do with anything, but it's kind of like a fun little wraparound kind of a deal. Yeah, it is. Uh, he, he's a crotchety old guy, and here comes uh, two of our protagonists. We got Stooge, mm-hmm. my man. <laughs> do I love me some Stooge? Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah. And if loving Stooge is wrong, buddy, I don't want to be right. <laughs> Stooge, and then we got Roger and Helen cruising around in Stooge's beater. Mm-hmm. And with a pumpkin like bungee corded to the roof, which is a very punk rock move right yeah. there. Uh, drinking and driving, as you should do in 1988, throwing empty beer bottles out the window. Uh, they happen across the old, they happen upon the old man walking down the street. Uh, they decide to moon him. <laughs> yeah. But the, the problem here is that Hal Halvin, the guy that was playing Stooge, refused to show his naked ass on screen. So instead, they gave him some pumpkin boxer shorts to wear mm-hmm. for that scene. So they moon him, and he freaks out. And then we cut to POV Michael Myers cam of somebody else creeping around while the old man's walking home with his groceries. And out comes Sal mm-hmm. carrying a, a rubber uh, rat. And he's like, ah, I gotcha. And the old man uh, drops his groceries. Yeah. Now we're going to meet another uh, protagonist, Sal. Yeah. He's your token scumbag over here, huh? You could tell because he got like a gel in his hair and he talks with a wildly out of place New York accent, buddy. <laughs> yep. Hey, I'm your token scumbag. Here's a nice little chunk of change to loosen your lips. <laughs> what? Where the fuck did this guy come from? Right. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It does not matter where this guy came from. Anyway, the old man freaks out and drops his groceries. And then comes another protagonist, uh, Judy. Judy is our babe in the woods. Yeah, a sweetheart. And she cannot be any more sweet or innocent. Right. And if you want to make a drinking game out of this movie, every time she says, Jay, you take a shot. You're hammered. (laughs) You are hammered by the 45-minute mark. Mm -hmm. Um. She rolls up and she's like, oh, sorry, sir. Let me help you pick up your groceries. And he's like, you damn little whore. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. She didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> she's trying to help you. You damn kids and your goddamn Halloween. And she's like, fine. I didn't want to help an old creep like you anyway. And she walks off. Mm-hmm. The old man, on the other hand, picks up an apple in one hand mm-hmm. and a bunch of razor blades in the other. And he's like, I'll damn you all to hell. I'm going to get my revenge tonight. <laughs> The jowls on this old guy mm-hmm. were historic. <laughs> you got, I, where, is Rubble around? Where's Rubble? <laughs> his yeah. jowl, I think if we like measured Rubble, my, Rubble is my dog. He's a boxer. He's got a nice set of jowls on him. 
<laughs> but I think if we measured Rubble's jowls and like did a uh, like a shot for shot comparison with this old guy, I think the old guy's got Rubble beat for jowls, <laughs> right? And Rubble's got some fucking jowls. On. <laughs> anyway, the old guy's all pissed off. He's going to put razor blades and apples, I guess, to get back at the neighborhood kids. Which, by the way, have done nothing to hurt this guy. It's the teenagers. He's just it, had enough. It's really just one teenager in a car that is mm-hmm. fucking with him. But he's all fired off. Anyway, we'll get back to that later. Now, Judy makes it back to her apartment, which suspiciously has the exterior of a uh, townhome. But I'm not one to nitpick. Uh, where her brother is, um, he's titlurking. He is titlurking. Oh, yeah. It's titlurking in the first degree. He wants to see his sister's rack. Uh, He's hiding in the closet. She goes in there, gets a phone call from her boyfriend, Jay. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jay's like, hey, babe, you don't want to go to that stuffy old high school dance tonight, do you? I got a much better idea. We got invited to a house party instead. And she's like, oh, Jay, I don't know. Oh, it's Angela's party. You know Angela from history class? She's weird. Okay, let's go. Okay. (laughs) Pick me up. And then the little brother jumps out of the closet because he wanted to see his sister naked. Mm -hmm. Now, um, I'm an only child, but if I did have a sister and she looked like that, and I was a horny 12-year-old, I'm going to say no harm, no foul on that one. Sooner or later, I'm going to be walking into the bathroom while she's walking out, and maybe there's like a situation where her bathrobe is open or loosely, you know, kind of you know, things are jiggling while she's – I'm just saying it could happen. I'm not trying to make it happen, but no harm, no foul if that were to – if I were to – all right. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, so now the, uh, the brother's a bit of a prick. Uh, his name I think is Billy and he, um, um, he's a bit of a fucker. Sal shows up at Judy's house and he's like, Hey, where's your sister at? Tell us Sal's here and I brought my snake for her to play with. (laughs) He's like, okay, get out of here, dirtbag. Uh, her boyfriend's going to be here in a few minutes. He's going to kick your ass. Mm -hmm. He's like, what are you talking about, boyfriend? What are they doing anyway? And then Billy's like, well, they're going to a party. They're not going to the school dance, so why don't you just fuck off? So Sal offers him $1. $1. <laughs> In 1988 money, that probably equals $1.38 today. <laughs> <Yeah>. today. <laughs> and he's like, it's a, it's a nice little chunk of change. Why don't you tell me where the party's at? And he's like, it's that whole house, you fucking scumbag. Get out of here. So Sal... Uh, Steals Billy's mask and takes off. And then Jay shows up. Uh, Judy's mom offers Jay fudge logs. (laughs) Those are so disgusting looking. You gotta eat one, buddy. (laughs) If you show up to pick up the date and her mom offers you a fudge log, you're eating one of those fucking fudge logs, buddy. (laughs) You are eating a fudge log. The brother nailed it on that one. He did. No, mom. Those look like turds. (laughs) Yeah, that was hilarious. (laughs) Jay was trying to be nice. He's like, ah, I'm on a diet. I don't know. It's like, no, have a fudge log. The fudge log. Where did you buy the fudge logs exactly? (laughs) Right. Where'd you find them? Did you find them or did you make them at all? I don't don't know. I'm not going to have a fudge log. (laughs) Yeah. So eventually, um, Jay shows up. He picks up Judy. Uh, They're going to go pick up their friends, Max and Franny. 
And I'm going to make a bold statement right now, buddy. Hottest chick in this movie, Franny. Easily. Easily Franny. The Asian chick in the coffin. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Stun- yeah. Tremendously underutilized and a set of breasts on her that are porn star worthy, I would say. Mm-hmm. We'll get more. It's not much of an actress, though, but we'll get more no. of that anyway. Uh, now we're going to cut to Roger and Stooge and Helen. They're on their way up to Hull House. They're, they've been invited to the party also. They get a flat tire. Now we're going to cut to uh, Angela and Susie, who are at the store looking for supplies to uh, for the party. Mm-hmm. Now, by looking for supplies, I mean Susie bends over the counter and the two horny pervos stare at her uh, open vagina while Angela runs around and shoplifts. Everything in the store, pretty much. Yeah. Were you paying attention to the stuff that she shoved in her bag? Yeah, a bunch of weird crap. Uh, a bag of pasta. Um, I think some paper towels. Paper towels, Paper yeah. towels I get. You can't have a party without paper towels. Um, I think there was like uh, some weird candies, like Mike and Ike's or something like that. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. It was weird. It's a weird, it's a weird situation. Um, did you watch the other two movies, This the other two Kevin Tenney movies? Mm-hmm. Uh, witch board and witch trap. Yep. So this it completes the trifecta for James Quinn. He played Vicente in Witch Trap, and he played uh, Lloyd in Witch Board, and now he's going to play gawking uh, convenience store attendant. Oh, I didn't even catch that. Yeah, he is like a weird. And he does the Doctor Claw voice, which hmm. we'll get into here in a minute. Uh, so she steals a bunch of shit. They leave, and then they go to the party. Now, on the way up to the party, um, the car with Judy and Jay pass the broken-down car of Stooge and Roger, and they ask for a hand. Should we give them a hand, guys? <laughs> That's some 1988 humor right there. Mm-hmm. That's very nice. They take off and leave them there. Um, Angela and Susie pick them up. So... Arriving at Hull House first is the car with Jay, Max, Franny, and Judy. They get there, and we find out that Hull House has a history. Mm-hmm. It's a creepy old house. Apparently, it has an underwater stream running underneath yeah, it. Yeah, underneath the brick wall. Yeah, because yeah. that makes a lot of sense, but we'll just write that off. Uh, and you can hear it with a stethoscope. Um, <laughs> they go in, and they're like, ah, oh, it's creepy. Jay, this place is really creepy. I don't know. Come on, Judy. We're going to have a party here. Was it just me or was Jay like wildly offended at every second that Judy had her clothes on? Yeah. Like every second, that, like every time they were in a scene together, Jay is like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, and Judy is like, Jay, no, this place is creepy. Mm -hmm. So he was after one thing. uh, What? Yeah, obviously. (laughs) But come on, man. Much like Evil Dead, there are places that chicks will have sex with you in. This is not one of them. No, the disgusting shanty in the woods. No, Mm-mm. probably not. The backseat of your car? Yeah. Good ch- good chance. <laughs> yeah. uh, the Motel 6? Mm-hmm. Sure, as we saw in Excision. But uh, the disgusting, creepy old house at the edge of town? Eh. Mm. We're more worried about scabies <clears throat> and things that can get inside of a vagina. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Anyway, 
they get in there. They see the other car roll up. So they're like, oh, let's hide. We're going to hide. There's a coffin in Hull House because we found out that Hull House was at one point a funeral home. Mm -hmm. And when it was abandoned, apparently they just left everything, including coffins. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So Jay's like, I'm going to hide in a coffin and scare these fuckers. He goes to get in the coffin and out pops Sal. With the mask on. With the mask on. (laughs) I got you. Look at me. I'm a scary guy over here. (laughs) Jay's like, I'm going to punch your fucking lights out. And then here comes Judy. Jay! No, Jay! You were going to scare somebody else in that coffin, and you're just mad because he did it first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jay, I did it first, huh? Hey, look at you! <laughs> <laughs> I'm some kind of a meatball over here, huh? Forget about it. Very stupid. <laughs> you should do that voice an entire day sometime. You I, will. Work. I will. I will. While yeah. I'm at work. Hey! <laughs> hey, did you hear about Fonzie? Oh no! He got AIDS. <laughs> wow! I am not allowed to tell that joke in public for obvious reasons. Uh, anyway, here comes Angela and Roger and Stooge and Helen and Susie. Now, if you didn't know, Susie is played by Linnea Quigley, and she is going to be the slut of the group. Mm-hmm. And from the word go, she is just basically talking about boys. I hope you invited some cute boys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to get this shirt off. Yeah. Anyway. Serious acne. To, but, uh, see, this this is the drawback of Blu-ray, my friend. <laughs> I uh, have expunged many a gallon of semen to Linnea Quigley. I know nobody asked me for that information, but I'm going to tell you right now. And But that was in the VHS days when I was like 16, and I was like, oh, look, look at that boy. She's beautiful. And now you watch her in Blu-ray, and you're like, she has yellow teeth. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is this going on here? She's got, look at the face. Night from the neck down, A-OK. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, uh, moving right along, we get the party in full swing. We mm-hmm. get the uh, the fire going. We get the candles going. The punk music is p- popping off. Everything's everybody's having a great time. Uh, for some reason, uh, this somehow jostles loose the evil entity that is down in the crematorium. Yeah. So we get the Kevin Tenney floaty growly cam that mm-hmm. we're used to at this point. It comes shooting out of the crematorium and zipping all around the town. And then it comes back and it goes up to the, where the party is. And whenever we get the floaty cam, we get the... As the, the camera is going around. Eventually, it gets up to where the party is. The power cuts out. Mm-hmm. And everybody's standing around. And Stooge is like, what? Party? Oh, eat a bowl of fuck. Which is probably the greatest line in the entire movie. <laughs> Possibly horror movies of all time. Uh, and then the whatever the floaty cam misty, foggy thing floats into Susie's mouth. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, I'm a horny demon now. Woo. <laughs> so uh, they decide they're going to have a past life seance, which means they all sit around a mirror and uh, stare at it, and uh, eventually somebody gets to see their past life. So that's the plan. They bring out the mirror that they found, and they're mm-hmm. all sitting around it, and then the mirror collapses. But right before it does, 
you get like a snippet of like a Jim Henson kind of a sock puppet kind of a demon. (laughs) It had a lot of horns. Mm -hmm. Like coming, it had like tusks, and then horns that came down, and then other horns that came out of its jaw, and it's like, yeah, it was cheesy. (laughs) It was really stupid. I was waiting for the camera like to go back to the people and have and what somebody was actually doing that because I saw them like what the hell? Oh, <laughs> yeah. sorry, I didn't think anybody was going to see me. Yeah, <laughs> no, it, it was the real deal. Uh, Helen is the only one that saw it, and it did that right before the mirror collapsed and it broke into a thousand pieces, mm-hmm. which sent Helen into a right head spin. Oh, we got to get out of here. Roger, the token black guy, is like my daddy was a preacher. And he said that we can't be, shouldn't be messing around in places like this is a house of the dead. I'm leaving. So him and Helen decide they're going to leave. Uh, Susie, who is now possessed, throws them the keys to Angela's car. And she's like, it's your party. You're not leaving. And Angela's like, what the fuck? Uh, they take off. Apparently, there is a giant brick wall that surrounds the whole place. Mm-hmm. So they get in the car and they start driving to the gate. But they can't find the gate because it just vanished. So they get out of the car and they just start walking laps around the inside of the brick wall trying to find the gate. Mm-hmm. All right, fair enough. Now the party is uh, kind of winding. It's, it's gotten into that weird stage where we're all going to break off into pairs and go have sex with each other. Which is, I've, I've been to many parties uh, by myself and I have yet to find the party where that actually happens. <laughs> Normally it's like, I'm drunk, somebody needs to call me an Uber. Not, I'm drunk... Uh, Michelle, let's go explore. <laughs> let's go yeah. explore the backyard. Mm-hmm. Thought I saw a tool shed out there. <laughs> That's what's happening. Uh, Max and Franny and Jay and Judy go wandering off. Uh, Susie's like, hey, Stooge, I have to pee. Will you come with me? And he's like, yeah. Party. <laughs> uh, which just leaves Sal and Angela kind of hanging in the living room. <clears throat> Now, right before they split, Susie grabs Angela and starts making out with her, mm-hmm. which I have to assume passes the demon into Angela. Yeah. So she's, like, possessed, too, and so is Susie. So Susie and Stooge go walking off. She's like, the bathroom's in this door. And she goes in there, but then she locks Stooge out, <laughs> which doesn't make a lot of sense. No. <laughs> now, Stooge is like, hey, you think I can come in there, too, and maybe watch you pee? Or, well, I don't know. Um <laughs> Susie or Judy and Jay <laughs> go up to the bedroom with Max and Franny. Uh, Max and Franny are like, okay, we're going to go have sex, so see you guys later. And Judy is like, Jay, I don't want to have sex in here. You get your hands off me. And then this is where we get the backstory that apparently Judy at one point did in fact fuck Sal. And I know that she fucked Sal because Jay is like, hey, did you sleep with Sal? And she's like, None of your business. Yeah. That means yes. Mm -hmm. That means yes. Um, See, the correct answer is no, of course not. (laughs) That's that's how you answer it. Right away. If you yeah, don't break, I can't. No, no, of course not, buddy. I have never had sex with Jason Harrell. See that? You would never know. (laughs) Uh, So Max and Franny decide they're going to have sex in a coffin. Fair enough. Freaky. I get it. Not the play, the route that I would go. Just thinking about like the bacteria that could be in there. Uh, 
Jay and Judy break off to like a weird embalming room where they're like getting all touchy feely. But again, Judy's like, Jay, nah. uh, eventually Jay's like, you know what? I'm out of here, babe. So he just walks off and accidentally locks Judy in the embalming room by herself. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to cut to downstairs. Angela has somehow in her demonic state uh, turned the music back on. And this is where we get a kick-ass uh, choreographed one-woman dance ensemble. By the fireplace. <laughs> by the fireplace with the strobe light dancing to the theme song of this here podcast, uh-huh. which is badass. Yeah. Um, and Sal is like, I've never been, hey, I've never been to a strip club before. I don't know how to react to something like this. I'm going to back out of here slowly. <laughs> so he starts backpedaling. Uh, luckily, Stude shows up because he's just got shot down in the hallway. Yeah. So he's like, hey, the party's going on. Party! And he goes up and like starts getting freaky with Angela and then Angela just bites uh, Stooge's tongue out. And yeah. That's your first kill of the movie. She's like, uh, That's pretty gnarly. Stooge is out of the equation. I miss him already. He was my favorite. Um, now, from there, we cut to Roger and Helen. Uh, Roger is, like, feeling his way along the brick wall, and then he turns and Ellen is gone. So, he just decides to go back to Angela's car and, I guess, sleep it off. Yeah. So while he's taking a nap in Angela's car, something thumps into the back of the car. And he's like, Stooge, you fat pig, let you leave me alone. And then the dead body of Angela, like, collapses on the hood. And he freaks right out and runs back in the house. Mm-hmm. Where else are you going to go? Right? I, guess, I guess that's the only place you can go, really. Uh, from there, oh, boy, things get pretty freaky. Um, we go right back to Susie, who's having a... I'm going to go ahead and call it a lipstick masturbation session. And I'm being uh, generous in that. It's more like a Native American war paint application with boobs out that goes, it's like a full nipple kind of a down to the boobs. Mm -hmm. And then at some point, the lipstick gets shoved in her nipple into the nipple. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know what the point like all the way through (laughs) i don't have anywhere to put my lipstick i'm gonna shove it right into my nipple Mm -hmm. that's dedication to lipstick placement i I don't know i don't know what the and what's even weirder is there's like no blood um yeah if you're like a like a eight or a nine year old male and you're watching this it's going to lead to some questions about the female anatomy. <laughs> yeah. And you're going to look at your mom going, what has she got in there in those boobs? <laughs> is, there a, I mean? is there a hole? Can you put things in there? <laughs> is that like a purse but for like inside the shirt? <laughs> mom, are you hiding the remote again? <laughs> what's in there? <laughs> Why is it always clanking around? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's in there. <laughs> It's weird. It's a weird situation. I don't know why they decided to put that in. That was weird. It's and you would think there would at least be like some blood coming out or something. You know, yeah. I don't know. I don't or, know. Or it come into play and it didn't. No, you know, like she's gonna shoot the lipstick out. <laughs> that that would have been cool. Hey, you need some lipstick. Right here. <laughs> Boom! There you, go. you can put it all over your face. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to just put it on your lips. You can put it everywhere. <laughs> I call it tit stick. <laughs> <laughs> Attaboy, buddy. 
So that's pretty weird, man. Uh, now, eventually, Jay comes down, and he's got a fucking heart on because he just got shot off, shot down by Judy. So he's like, hey, Susie, how's it going? And she's like, oh, my tits are out. Uh. And he's like, well, okay, then. And then she just unzips his pants. And from there, we're going to cut away for a few minutes. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we're going to cut back to um, Raj and uh, Sal, who go back into the house, and they're like, Ange, what's going on? And she's like, oh, I was just warming my hands by the fire. And she's got her hands on fire. And she's like, ah. And they're both like, oh, fuck. She's fucking <laughs> fucked up. So they go on. <laughs> Maybe, hey, her hands are on fire. <laughs> yeah, right. We should think about putting that out. But she seemed okay with it. So <laughs> yeah. she's like, I was warming my hands. Whoosh. Uh, they go running off. From there, uh, we cut to Judy is still locked in upstairs in the weird uh, embalming room. Uh, Franny and Max are getting it on in the coffin, yeah. which is something only a couple of horny teenagers can do. Mm-hmm. These days, if I told my wife I wanted to have sex in a coffin, she'd kick me in the nuts, and I probably wouldn't have sex for the rest of the month, <laughs> even for asking for such a thing. But how cool would that be? It would be cool. And <laughs> yeah. then, like I said, only a couple of horny teenagers are going to actually finish the job in a casket. <laughs> They're going to town. Uh, Franny pops up. She's got her shirt off. She's riding Jay. Uh, she's got some perky young breasts, by the way. Asian young lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, in walks possessed stooge with his mouth all fucked up. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Bruh! Now, here's one of the big problems I have about this this movie. That, what, you, you're about the same age as me, mm-hmm. buddy. Did you grow up watching uh, uh, Inspector Gadget? Oh, yeah. Dr. Claw. Uh, it's the exact same voice mm-hmm. for uh, demon. Gotcha. It, exactly, it's the exact <laughs> yeah. same fucking voice for Demon Angela as for Doctor Claw. Mm-hmm. You cannot watch this movie if you've seen the Inspector Gadget cartoons mm-hmm. and not immediately think that's Doctor Claw. Mm-hmm. No, it's Demon Angela. No, it's Doctor Claw. <laughs> right. It is Doctor yeah. Claw, my friends. Uh, he comes in, uh, slams um, Max and. Um, Franny down, and Max's arm was out, so he just slams the coffin open and shut until Max's arm falls completely off and snaps Franny's neck, and those two are now out of the picture, unfortunately. Uh, from there, we cut to uh, Stooge then goes down and starts banging on the door uh, for the the weird embalming uh, room where Judy was locked up. He's banging and banging and banging, but then he hears Roger and Sal behind him, so he's like, I'm going to go get them. So he takes off after them. Now, here's something that's kind of dumb. <clears throat> now, I don't mean to pick holes in this, but uh, the, 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 whatever the demon, the thing that is possessing the house has locked these kids inside, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it can control the door locks. Right. Yet for some reason, Stooge could not get into that room because the door was locked. <laughs> right just saying mm-hmm. it's gonna get even dumber later when the cotter pins come off a door mm-hmm. but the door doesn't unlock <laughs> yeah but the kids can't get out because the demon or whatever is controlling the door locks right mm-hmm. just saying man I'm, i don't mean to be a dickhead about this <laughs> i'm just saying anyway this is one of my favorite movies mm-hmm. uh so that's pretty gnarly uh, from there, we get like a cat and mouse game. Uh, Roger and Sal are like dick, dip, dip, dipping and dodging and 
getting away from Angela as she's on her hoverboard floating down the halls, which mm-hmm. is kind of cool. And she's like, Roger, come out and play. You're a good little boy. Uh, Demon Angela really just looks like Amelia Kincaid with a fucked up face. Yeah. And so does Demon Susie. Now we're going to cut back to Susie and Jay, who are actually going to perform coitus in the disgusting bathroom. (laughs) Uh, Jay's somehow still got a hard dick and all this uh, nonsense, and Susie is ready to go. So she drops her panties. You do get to see Linnea Quigley's uh, flying V, as they say. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She... Plops it right down on Jay and starts going to town on him. And she's like, is my makeup okay? Mind you, she's done up her lipstick like the Ultimate Warrior from WWF in 1989. (laughs) Jay's like, just keep riding my dick. I don't care. (laughs) Keep that shirt open and we'll call it even. And she's like, stop looking at me. And then she rears her head back and then she comes back down. And now she's got the demon eyes and the Dr. Claw voice. Mm Stop looking at me! And then she jams her thumbs into Jay's eye sockets, and he's now out of the equation. Mm-hmm. But at least he died doing what he loved. I think. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, that's pretty nice. He's dead. Uh, at this point, we are down to Judy, who's spent the majority of the movie locked in the uh, embalming room. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roger and Sal, who are creepily playing like a cat and mouse game uh, around the perimeter. And that's pretty much it as far as living non-possessed people in this movie. Yeah. Uh, Roger gets into a tussle with – or not Roger. Sal gets into a tussle with Angela while he's trying to save Judy. Gets thrown out of a window and crashes uh, to the – what he calls an air shaft. What is an air shaft exactly? No idea. I think it's just a big hole in the house. Like if this house just had like a – random open area in the middle that you can't really get to you can see see it through windows but there's no doors going to it or anything like that <laughs> and the reason i say that is because he's got to like climb up a water pipe to get out of the air shaft mm-hmm. i don't know what the what that is i don't, I don't know, know if that's even a thing that ever existed ever <laughs> i don't know, I don't know. I don't, he's like it's an air shaft over here i like to climb up these water pipes Forget about it. So he climbs up the water pipes. Um, now, at this point, Judy, the door magically comes open, and mm-hmm. Judy is free to go where she runs into Roger. Her and Roger are now like having like a lethal weapon buddy cop movie situation where they're trying to evade Angela and Susie and the rest of the possessed fuckers. Mm-hmm. And uh, make a long story short, they come up to a balcony. Roger jumps down. He's like, Judy, come on, jump. And she's like... Jay, it's too high. She didn't really say Jay. I just felt like throwing that in there. It's too high. And he's like, no, Judy. And then Angela pops out behind mm-hmm. her, and Angela's like, Ugh. So Judy, like, tries to sidestep her, but then Sal jumps out, and he's like, I'm going to save you over here. So him and Angela get into a tussle. They both go over. Mm-hmm. Sal gets impaled on, like, a random fence post that yeah. was sticking out of the ground. And by the way, all of a sudden, there's a cemetery uh, right there in the backyard because and one of the headstones says sal's name on it mm-hmm. out of nowhere uh angela pops up and she's like ah yeah look at sal there and she starts chasing judy and uh roger around they manage to get downstairs to the crematory crematorium mm-hmm. uh they get down there they they block themselves in it's like a heavy metal door and this is where it gets even dumber because instead of like opening the door 
All the demons are like banging on the door trying to get in. The cotter pins come off the hinges and the door comes open. So you're telling me that the, the possessing entity of the house... Doesn't know how to unlock a door? Well, clearly it can because it's locked the kids in, buddy. You know what I'm saying? Knows how to lock the doors. Right. Can it not unlock them? Right. Or is it just the front door? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But the cotter pins come off the door. Uh, for some goddamn reason, gas is still flowing to this particular crematorium. So they bust the pipe open. Mm-hmm. It's spewing gas. She lights it and creates like an impromptu flamethrower, mm-hmm. uh, Judy does, and roasts uh, some of the demons. Uh, they're like, <laughs> Roger and Judy go running out. They're like, this is our opening. Let's run out of here like uh, Marshall Falk busting through a uh, defensive line. Mm-hmm. Uh, they cut through right through the front door, which is now open. They make it to the brick wall. And they're like, shit. Roger's like, uh, there's no fucking gate. I would just walk around, I guess. Mm-hmm. There's like a barbed wire thing going along the top. Right. Demons are coming out. They're coming after them. And by demons, I mean all the dead kids mm-hmm. with their various, you know, impalements and eyes gouged out and shit like that. And they're like, Argh! uh Roger's like, I'm getting out of here. So he just grabs the barbed wire and starts climbing up it, gets to the top of the wall. His hands are all cut up. Mm-hmm. Judy grabs it, and she's like, oh, no, it hurts. Oh, just leave her behind. Leave her behind. Yeah. So <laughs> Roger's like, oh. And then she, the, they grab the demons, grab her, and they're pulling her down. And then she, cut, she's on the point of letting go of the barbed wire. She lets go of one hand, she lets go of the other hand, and then Roger grabs the hand, and they pull over. And then the sun comes up, and all of the demon kids kind of explode into a weird bath bomb, dry ice situation. Yeah. Ah! I guess sunlight kills these guys. Yeah. And then. Um, Roger and Judy all busted up and fucked up from the night, go walking home. And as they do, they walk past the old man from the beginning mm-hmm. of the movie. And he's like, yeah, goddamn kids. Ah. And then he goes inside and has a slice of apple pie, which his wife made him using the razor bladed apples. And it just because he ate a razor blade, it just slits his throat as he's swallowing. He's like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> yeah. and then he falls over and dies. Mm-hmm. That is Night of the Demons, my friends. What did you think of that shit? Good buddy? movie. I love it. Yeah. It's dumb as shit. Yes. It is dumb as fuck all. Mm-hmm. But I love it. I yeah. love everything about it. It's got Halloween night. It's got a creepy old house. It's got teenagers getting thrown into a meat grinder. Mm-hmm. Plenty of TNA in there, which you got to have. Mm-hmm. Um, 80s tropes. You got your punk rock uh, party down kind of a dude. You got your slut. You got your athlete. Uh, you got your kind of nerdy kids. Uh, I guess Sal was supposed to be like the hero of this movie, yeah. but he was too much of a scumbag for mm-hmm. me. Hey, he's a little chunk of change. Hey, I brought my pet snake for her to play with. Mm. <laughs> You're a fucking clown. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, no, good movie, though. I love it. Good. I love it. Complete nostalgia. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I have seen this. Probably way too many times. Yeah, I've this, probably seen it about a handful, about four or five times. This is on my uh, thirty-one for thirty-one movie list for yeah. sure. Yeah, it's it's what I would call. I think it's probably even more of a Halloween movie than uh, Trick or Treat. Wow, because it's just got everything I want in a Halloween movie. Hmm. I would put this Terrifier and then Trick or Treat on my Halloween. 
If I had to rank those ones, I don't. I'm sure there's more, but I, I don't know. Hmm. All right, let's take us a little break, buddy. Go oh, back yeah. to some other stuff. Don't fall for his flattering tune, I promise you the world 
monsters in this maze But I could love you forever if you'd meet my gaze If you like what you hear, head over to the Padded Room Facebook group and support us through the patron link with a small monthly donation. Check out the T-Villain link at paddedroom.podbean.com and grab some t-shirts. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. And we are back, buddy. Yeah. <clears throat> I would I would really like to go to a party at an abandoned house. Yeah. Uh, we don't have Definitely. any abandoned houses here, and if they, if we do, they're just full of homeless people. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to party with those stinky no. fuckers. No, I need like a. I don't want to go to a teenage party because I don't want to be accused of anything, right? Especially being forty-four years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, if there was like a, like a milf party. Oh yeah, abandoned milf house. If there was like an abandoned <laughs> milf house of like horny single moms. <laughs> And, like, a smattering of two or three dudes that were just there, like me, to hang out with horny MILFs. But <laughs> that I are need, demons. I need, like, a, <laughs> like a uh, at least, like, a five to two ratio of horny MILFs to dudes. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I want to be fought over. You know what I mean? I want I want the MILFs to woo me. <laughs> oh, That's yeah. what I'm looking for here, <laughs> buddy. Haunted MILF Mansion. That's going to be our next movie. Yes. I need a, a, like a handful of horny MILFs that are willing to get topless in, uh, for me <laughs> in my camera. I'll, I'll, I'll write the script later on. We'll, we'll just start filming. We'll figure yeah. it out. All right, my man. You ready to get into the Terra Dome? Hell yeah. Let's get it on. No tears, please. It's a waste of good suffering. You didn't let me finish my sentence. I said, I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna bash your brains. I'm gonna bash them right the fuck in. I'll kill you all. I'll drive you crazy. I'll kill you all. Let's dream come true. Six year old child with this blind, pale, emotionless face.
to the Terradome. First, last week's winners, buddy. In team's competition, we had uh, the Silent Hill Nurses versus a pack of werewolves. The darkness fell as the air raid siren blew in the distance. The nurses found themselves alone in the silence, and a single howl came from the distance, followed by another and then another. The wolves were on them in seconds, biting and gnashing. The nurses, blind, were unable to defend. Their weapons fell, and then they followed soon after. With a vote of 9-5, to five, the werewolves advance over the Silent Hill nurses, buddy. Yeah. Maybe if somebody had sent me a picture of boobs, I might have been willing to doctor that vote. <laughs> right? I'm not saying I would have, but if there were anybody out there with boobs that wanted to send them to me, we could certainly do business. <laughs> Let's take a look at this week's matchup, shall we? Mm-hmm. We are in the Asylum Conference, round 11. As usual, inmates, bear with me. I'm not much of a writer. <clears throat> The American Southwest is a bleak and often unforgiving place, full of vast expanses of absolute nothing. It provides an escape for some of society's less desirables. One family from Texas, on the run from authorities due to some liberties taken with human remains during a time of extreme famine. Another colony of families pushed out of their homestead so it could be converted to a nuclear testing range. Both groups marginalized and demonized by society, both becoming similar nomadic tribes wandering the waste of the American Southwest, both driven by a need to survive, a need to eat. There are only so many weary travelers along these forgotten roads, only so much time until the two groups cross paths on the back roads. One will inevitably have to eat the other. Team's competition, we have the Sawyer family versus the mutant cannibals, buddy. Mm. How do you feel about that? You know what? I'm going to go with the Sawyer family. You're taking the Sawyers? Why not? Give me... what? What is your, your logic behind that? They're crazy just going after them. You know, I, I kind of get that. And the reason I'm leaning a little more Sawyer is because they are hunters. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The uh, mutant cannibals from the Hills Have Eyes, they're more trappers. Right. They wait for the food to come to them. Mm-hmm. The Sawyers have a fucking food truck, which will kill you, chop you up, and then serve you to people, other people along wherever they're going. Mm-hmm. So that being said, I th- I think I have to I think I have to take the hunter over the trapper. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm going with the Sawyers. I've talked myself into it. I'm definitely <laughs> taking the Sawyer family over the mutant cannibals. Violet, turn your microphone on. You have no idea who we're talking about. We have the the Texas Chainsaw Massacre family versus the Hills Have Eyes mutated cannibals. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking mutants, X-Men, superpowers, crazy. These... They, not really. They don't have like X-ray vision or mm-hmm. anything. They don't have like uh, cl- like adamantium claws. Really, most of them just got like a bunch of pustules, and that's like the the extent of their mutation. Who would you take in a fight between the Sawyer family from Texas Chainsaw Massacre and the Hills Have Eyes mutants? 
Um, you know, those two are the creepiest things that I know of. <laughs> okay, excellent. But They're I want to dirty. say, yeah, yeah. thing, right? They're dirty and they live in like hot places. Nevada, not even hotter. Dude. <laughs> yeah, we're talking South Texas and a New Mexico testing range. Mm-hmm. It doesn't get any hotter or dirtier. Really, this is like a Rob Zombie movie in the making. Mm-hmm. Disgusting in every single way. Yeah. All yeah. it needs is like an open vagina, and then it's Rob Zombie. <laughs> I don't know why vaginas have to come into this equation, but... <laughs> why not? Why not? What do you think, Violet? You know, I was going to go with the Sawyer family, but I'm... I'm Because you guys have already voted, both of you, Doris and Sawyer, and I think that there's an advantage to being able to hide out and wait. The patience of waiting for prey to come to you, even if That's they are hunters. Mm-hmm. If they are hunters, point. they'll be out looking... But there's an advantage to that strategy to wait and, and trap those guys. So I'm going to go with the... Mm, she guys. might be onto something. Yeah. Because if you think about it, in The Hills Have Eyes, the first one, coordinated attack patterns. True. Use the dad as a diversion. Mm-hmm. Everybody ran to the dad when he was on fire. They moved in and attacked the camper. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The problem, and this is why, this is why I'm sticking Sawyer, you have mining implements, uh, pickaxes... Um, weird trowel-looking things. I don't even know what those things are. Mm-hmm. Versus power tools. Right. I got to go with the Sawyers. Even though Bubba is basically a Tardo. And you never <laughs> yeah. know when he's just going to break into interpretive dance. dance <laughs> yeah. And end up half-sawing one of his own fucking legs off. <laughs> even though that's a thing and that could happen. I got to go with the Sawyers. They're, I feel like it's a generational... You know, we're going to eat people, we're going to catch people, we're going we're gonna to butcher them, eat them, fuck with them, take pictures of them with disgusting Polaroid cameras, try to sell them that picture for $2, Where which they're them? not going to buy. <laughs> you know, I, I feel, I'm, I'm going to stick with the Sawyers on this one. Well, well met though, Violet. That's good thinking. That's good horror knowledge. Those are your Terradome matchups for the weekend, mates. It is the Sawyer family versus the mutated cannibals from the Hills Have Eyes. Get us your vote by next week if you can. The mental health hotline is area code 775-387-0275. Or you get us on the regular old email at thepaddedroom2011 at hotmail.com. Or you can ask us for medical advice. Neither one of us are practicing physicians, but we're happy to give you our opinions on what you should do with that boil or that uh, pustule that is on your leg, uh, relationship advice. We are both uh, not good at relationships, <laughs> but we will dispense advice regardless. We don't care. We'll do it. Uh, in the meantime, while you're thinking about that, reasons why you want us uh, to, to email us or possibly send us pictures of your boobs, which is a thing you can do if you are willing to do so. <laughs> this is a secure email, buddy. You understand that? If you got to send pictures of boobs, you can send them to thepaddedroom2011 at hotmail.com and not worry about those pictures being seen by anybody other than me. <laughs> And possibly Buddy. <laughs> Probably Buddy and Jason Harrell. And, um, well, my kids get into my email sometimes. <laughs> so <laughs> but, 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 you know, Other than that, you're going to be golden. <laughs> uh, we're going to tell you what movies we got to watch this week in a little segment called <clears throat> What Are You Looking At? Yes. 
What are you looking at? So, buddy, I'm going to talk about one of your favorite movies. Hmm. And it's recently had an Americanization made of it. It's called Good Night, Mommy. Oh. Now, the Americanization of it is now available on Amazon Prime, hmm. starring Naomi Watts. You've seen the original, Good Night, Mommy. Yep. Um, you know the twist. Right. And the twist is still there. The ending in the original is very brutal and it is um, very guttural and it is gnarly. Mm-hmm. This one is tampered down quite a bit. And so is a lot of the scenes that really hit you in the gut. They always do that. They're, Americanized. they're there. The, the, the implication is there. But the actual, the part that smacks you in the face is missing. Hmm. So, like, I don't want—I don't want to give too much away because this just dropped a couple of days ago. Um, you remember the fish tank? Mm-hmm. Gone. Doesn't even happen. It's not even there. Hmm. That's—that's. I will leave the rest up to you. Okay. I, I will I'll s- check it out. I will say that it is um, not as good as the original. Okay. And that. I'm a big Naomi Watts guy, but this was not very good. Didn't live up to par. It was. I will say that it was much sexier than the original. Huh. There is a lot sexier stuff going on, and the the mummy rap that mm-hmm. we that we knew and loved from the original is now more of like a uh, ski mask type of a thing, which oh, is kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, I watched that. I watched Mausoleum from 1983. Mm-hmm. You remember the early 80s? You remember when you just all you needed to make a movie was a good set of tits? Yeah. And then you could just build the movie around the tits. <laughs> That's what they That's did. That's what huh? they did. They got <laughs> they got themselves a Playboy playmate, Bobby Brissy from 1983, screaming hot. Okay. And they said, "She's willing to get naked. Let's start filming and we'll figure the rest out as we go." <laughs> Before she refuses. Before she decides that she wants more money. Yes. Yeah. And that's pretty much what happened. You had um, uh, she gets possessed. She gets the the reptile eyes and uh, fucks up some people at a shopping mall. <laughs> and she tries to bang the gardener, uh, the gardener's assistant, uh, random guy at a nightclub. Uh, the the tits are just they're out. Right. They're out and they're flopping around. It's beautiful. Lake Mungo from 2008. Have you mm. seen this one? Mm-mm. If you want a good ghost story that doesn't feel... It's a mockumentary style out of Australia. I actually got the Blu-ray. I thought I fucked up and got the uh, Region B Blu-ray. Because it's got the little fucking oh, yeah. age thing right there. But it played just fine on my Blu-ray player, thank Christ. Um, mockumentary style. Hmm. Starts off as a ghost story. Then it turns out to be a fake ghost story. Then it goes into a weird sex story. Then it goes into like a weird doppelganger story. And then comes full circle back around. I think if you haven't seen this one, you should definitely check it okay. out. Okay. Definitely a good show. Ghost, ghosty enough, I think. All right. Uh, Death Row Game Show. So I did some shopping over at Vinegar Syndrome. Mm-hmm. And I could have swore this was a movie that I had seen and loved as a kid. It is not the same movie. Did you still love it? Um, it's v- 1987. 
It's very 1987. Okay. The cover um, looks 1987. It is super 1987. <laughs> yeah. It's a, uh, more of a satire about a game show where they bring up death row inmates and try to get them a stay of F- execution if they can answer trivia questions. Hmm. And uh, how much everybody hates the host. Oh, okay. Because he's just a shitbag. And he's like, oh, are you fucking, you're killing people. And he's like, yeah, but we're getting ratings. I watched that, and then I also watched Shockwaves hmm. from 1977. Do you like Nazis? Oh, yeah. No, you don't. You can't, you can't say that. You, you just got us canceled. You can't say that, buddy. Oh, well, yeah. You're supposed to say no. No, nobody likes Nazis. I was going to say, do you like Nazi zombies? And then you yeah, say yes. Yeah, of course. Come on, man. Uh, this is Nazi zombies with goggles. Oh. Yeah, and they, they, uh, they come out of the ocean. And if you want to kill them, all you got to do is knock the goggles off them. And then they, oh, that's it. Yeah, that's, huh? a, that's pretty oh. much it. It's not a bad show. This is one of my favorite uh, zombie Nazi zombie movies, which is its own kind of subtext right there. <laughs> uh, that's all I'm looking at, buddy. What do you got, big guy? Uh, got a little bit here. Uh, the Gray Man. Uh, I Came By. I don't know if you've seen I Came By. I have not. Um, that's a really good one. Uh, definitely check it out. Maybe I might even throw that as emergent therapy or something. Okay. Um, so I don't want to say too much about that one. Samaritan. It's a Sylvester Stallone one. Mm. Not too bad. Um, you can see... Well, I don't want to say anything, you know, too much about it, but... Um, you I know. think I know where you're going. <laughs> and I, I think I agree. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Day Shift. Um, it's got Jamie Foxx in it. The vampire one. Yeah, that was a pretty good one. You like that? Yeah. Okay. I thought it was all right. Uh, me time. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, Young Frankenstein. Love that. Yeah, I mean, how could you go wrong that with that is one? A classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Morbius. How's that? Got to see that. Uh, actually, it was better than I thought it was going to be. Cool. Yeah, cool. It, was, it was pretty good. Uh, R.I.P.D. Uh, just because you know part two is getting ready to come out, so you know might as well throw that back in there. Is it as bad as I remember? Um. Yeah. yeah, Violet says, <laughs> yeah. says yes. <laughs> yeah, it is. it's silly. <laughs> yeah, I know. but you know what? RPD two is an entirely new cast, so supposed to be. Yeah. yeah. Um. See, upside down. Um. That's a weird one. It's got um Kirsten Dunst in it, okay. and I can't remember who the guy is, but basically they're in two different worlds, but they're like upside down on top of each other. So like it's like head to head, and they actually have this corporate world where they're working together like that. So if you're like holding something and you bring it up, it's gonna like I don't know. It's it's really weird movie. I don't even know how to explain it. Alrighty. Um. See what else. Um. R R R. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. Jason was raving about this the other day. Yes. This is such a great movie. So whoever has not seen this, totally check it out. Uh, Visually stunning. Everything about it was just awesome. Nice. Um, And the last one I saw was Escape the Field. Uh, Interesting movie. These people wake up in a cornfield. And uh, there's some, like, traps and stuff in there. And they're just basically, it's like a survival type show. Not show, but uh, survival type atmosphere. And, you know, trying to get out of it. And it's got this little weird twist at the very end of it. But, eh, it was all right. Cool. Cool, cool. That's it. Right on, dude. Let's Mm -hmm. do a little immersion therapy, shall we? Yeah. Immersion Therapy (laughs) 
Horror in the High Desert, buddy. Yeah. What did you think of this shit? Uh, it's, it's definitely good to follow along. <laughs> it's know? good to follow along? <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, the documentary behind it. They did pretty good with it. Uh, um, I was into it. I was I was really, really into it until the fucking Toxic Avenger came out of the cabin. Yes. When that fucking guy showed up, I said, no, 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 do not bring the Toxic Avenger. We spent an hour and a half and change building up this weird supernatural, oh, I felt like I was being watched and... All this shit. Oh, there was footprints and somebody drove my truck somewhere and out pops the Toxic Avenger. With a machete. With a machete, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Get fucked. Are you serious? That's all you... I, you would have been better off just showing the cabin. Um, maybe having... Going Blair Witch with it, you know? Oh, somebody over here. Oh, somebody over there. And then shaky cam and maybe like a freeze frame of like a fucking skull flying at you or... <laughs> right. Uh, I don't know, like an old lady face or something like that. Yeah. Creepiest and, part of the movie was just the scene where he's looking at the cabin and then he drops, drops down. down. Yeah. Exactly. I was like, yes! Because, yeah. Where, where's this going now? Yeah. And, and then he shows up. <laughs> The toxic, it's the Toxic Avenger. <laughs> yeah. He's wearing a fucking... Oh, God. No. No. Mm-hmm. No. No. I'm sorry. Um, you had me up until that point. Yeah. Up until that point, I was invested. Yeah, he every- found the cabin. He was creeped out by it. He felt like he was being watched. The barefoot prince... And then you bring in the severed hand with the backpack. Very cool. Mm-hmm. We're definitely in Blair Witch territory. Oh, yeah. I even Googled it. There is actually a Ruth, Nevada. Uh, it's much closer to Reno than it is Vegas, though. So hmm. it's just uh, like halfway between here and uh, Wendover, kind of. Yeah. Going towards uh, Salt Lake City. But, uh, yeah, man. You, that, sometimes less is more. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right th- right there, less is definitely would have been more. <laughs> yeah. When you show that, you, you, you just ruined it. You just ruined the whole shit for mm-hmm. me. Oh, God. Yeah. All right. I, I, I was thinking the guy from Goonies. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, Chunk. Chunk. Chunk from Goonies. Oh, no, not Chunk. The the uh, guy that was held hostage. Chunk was the little fat kid. Oh, who was the, the guy? Um, Hey, you guys. Yeah. Whatever his name was. I can't remember. Fuck. (laughs) For him. Yeah, same thing. Same Mm, thing. Baby Ruth. (laughs) (laughs) All right, buddy. What do you got for us this week, man? All right, this week, let's check out 2017's Dave Made a Maze. It's about Dave, an artist who has yet to complete anything significant in his career, builds a fort in his living room, out of pure frustration, only to wind up trapped by the fantastical pitfalls, booby traps, and critters of his own creation. You betcha. Check that shit out, inmates. That's on Amazon that, Prime. Amazon Prime. We'll do the same and compare notes next week. Mm-hmm. But now, you have to educate me. Educating Miss Monica. First, my clues from last week. I am a horny guy on the internet. 
And I've got a very specific kink that I'm looking to fulfill. Pet and Root Podcast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's not, not that far off. But I need another dude to help me fulfill this kink. And it's not necessarily a gay thing, buddy. Put your hand down. It's like a weird other thing. So if I got this itch I need scratched and he's willing to scratch it, and we can get together for a scratching session and only one of us emerges, then I don't think we should. I guess it's okay, right? I just got to meet him at a bus stop and we'll load up on NyQuil and Chardonnay and we'll call it good. And that is the premise of Grim Love, hmm. which apparently is based on a true story. I guess yeah, interesting. They really, he really ate that dude, but that dude wanted to get eaten. Wow. Which is weird. I mean, whatever, man, whatever you're into. But the real question is, should that be a crime? German law says yes, and they found that guy guilty, and I think they gave him like six years. But that's like the max you can get in Germany is six years. Wow. So I don't know. I could be off base with that. Hmm. Uh, who might I be this week, you ask? Good question. I have recently butchered a bunch of kids in my weirdo um, roadside attraction slash underground bunker situation. Now I'm on the run. There is a sheriff whose brother I have murdered in my backyard, and he is looking for my ass big time. I got to use all my disgusting, filthy, possibly chicken fucking uh, contacts to get away from this guy. Hopefully I do. I probably won't, though. He'll probably grab me in the end and try to kill me. Good thing my half-tard, nine-foot-tall brother is on the case, and he's got my back. Who might I be, you ask? Tune in next week, and I'll drop some knowledge on you, inmates. In the meantime, I think that's about going to do it for me, for Buddy, for Violet, our silent partner this evening. Uh, For anybody else listening, thank you guys very much for tuning in, of course. Uh, Tune in next week for Phantom of the Mall, Eric's Revenge, which I guess is an impromptu sequel to Phantom of the Opera from 1980-whatever. I've think I've seen this movie, but I can't say for sure. Um, that's going to close out Kevin Tenney month here, courtesy of Tom Hardy in the padded room. Uh, Alan has November. He's coming in with Alabama month. He's got some great Alabama titled featured horror films. Nice. That we're going to do all month in November. That means December, however, is wide open. Go to Padded, oh fuck me! Support dot padded room dot podbean dot com. I think <laughs> fucking go to the go to padded room dot podbean dot com. There's a Patreon link there. Click on that. It'll take you to the Patreon page. Five dollar donation gets you a padded room travel mug, a padded room T-shirt, possibly some hardcore pornography if I feel like sending it to you, and control of the month of December. Whatever you want us to watch, we will watch in December and review for your listening enjoyment. In the meantime, I think that's about it for us this week, inmates. Buddy, you got anything else? No. Violet? Nope. Shaking her head violently? <laughs> Four. Buddy, who made it? Violet, who also made it? Jason Harrell in absentia? Monica in absentia? Cannibals, who may possibly fight other cannibals in the Nevada, New Mexico, South Texas, Arizona desert? Inverted nipples. Inverted nipples. Where did that come from? <laughs> the I, lipstick. Oh, the lipstick. <laughs> yeah. Good places to put lipstick, apparently. 
Um, naked space vampires, uh, flaming skeletons on motorcycles, and the Padded Room Podcast. I'm afraid visiting hours are over. Bye, and have a great week. Dear Math, grow up and solve your own problems.